This podcast may contain adult language and content not suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. Here's the farty trumpet. La, la, la. That trumpet is so flatulent. I love, I love the flatulent trumpet. It's fantastic. Hello. 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 And welcome to another episode of Glamazons and Leprechauns, where two women at opposite ends of the high spectrum offer their unique perspectives on culture and society. I am the six foot fabulous Tracy Payne Black. I am the five foot furious Rochelle Sharma. We are the forthright, fearless, and hopefully comedic female podcast tackling the important issues that gals like us face. Mm-hmm. If you have ever felt ostracized for being too tall, too short, too this, too that, not fitting the physical expectations of the status quo, then this podcast is for you. Consider yourself a gal pal. Hey. Hi. Hey. In each episode, we cover a specific topic and then break that down into various sections. And this week, we're talking about school days. School days. Because everyone Good is old in golden a golden rule days. Oh wow, you're just gonna sing it, aren't no, you? No, no, I don't know. That was it right there. That's it. Yeah. Don't What's have to study. Don't have to go look out the window. It's starting to snow. But that's I thought the, it was the whole reading and writing. And maybe that's that's the part we Talk know. To the tune of a hickory stick. So they would sing um, about beating you. Oh, remember? So funny. no, the version I know is part of. Um, it's beginning to look look a lot like Christmas, and it's oh. part of the when I go, you know, do my Dickens caroling. That that's the version. Maybe so I, I don't know. Maybe I just got sung the one about getting beat with a stick because I was so naughty as a child. Uh, maybe it was just for you. Probably. Did you ever have to go to the principal's office? Oh God, yeah. And I remember in Tennessee, the principal had a paddle on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. The Board of Education. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, and I know I know kids got paddled. I know of kids that got paddled. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never got paddled, but I was, no, I I was pretty charming when I was when I was little. Even when I was in trouble, I was a funny kid. I remember, um, again, this this was in Tennessee where the paddle, that board of education was, as you say. Um, a kid was making fun of me. I remember I had a, um, a short set on, and the shirt said hot shot, mm-hmm. and he was calling me hot snot. That was one of the nicer right. ins- insults at the time. And I remember I, I told the teacher and she like told the principal and I got called down to the principal. I remember being like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. And I had to tell him, you know, how I was being harassed by this kid and the other names he was calling me and stuff. And then I remember the kid got called down. And when he came back, he w- he was crying and I knew he got paddled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what you get. Yeah. Little brat. I'd have been making up stories about Who's everybody. The, Every single right? kid in class would have had an ass whooping. Except for me, sitting there with a big smile on my face. Who's the hot shot now? Yeah. Anyway. But um, people are going back to school. Mm-hmm. Teachers going back to school. Students going back to school. Nope, it's not yet. It's a bit cray-cray back there. Well, yeah. Well, not bit. here in Arizona. Let me say that. No. We start next week. We start next week here for the most part. No, Some, a lot started this week, but all oh, remote. All remote. Yes, all remote. All remote. Everything is remote for now. And then one of my jobs will be delayed. Mm-hmm. And when it starts, it will be remote and not go on campus till like October. 
the other job will be half and half and that starts next week. Mm-hmm. I will go one day and teach in person and then the other day will be a very long Zoom meeting. Mm-hmm. So I'm not looking forward to that because how am I going to entertain a young, you know, Gen Z short attention span um, classroom of students through a Zoom meeting for 90 minutes? You know, the best lecture in the you world won't. is going to lose these students. So I'm trying to throw in like different TED Eds, different videos, different... Mm-hmm. Um, Kahoot quizzes, you know, it's kind of like a bar trivia that I've I created. Think much like YouTube, you're going to have to move in 15 to 20 minute segments. Mm-hmm. That's basically the plan. Mm-hmm. I, something. So my lectures include other stuff and then I put them in breakout rooms and make them do things with each other and then come back and talk about it mm-hmm. as much as you can do things with, with each other. Can't do it in class. Right. So anyhow, back to school list this year includes masks mm-hmm. and or face shields. Right. And or uh, this list from the Wall Street Journal actually says scrubs. That's, oh. that's a lot. Oh, not the show? Not the no, song? No, not the show. We're putting children um, in scrubs? Seriously? That okay. one says scrubs. I'm No, I don't have scrubs. Well, I'll have gloves Yeah, that I won't wear the whole time because I get really hot and sweaty. But here's the other thing for me personally. My class that I have to go to on Monday, a week from Monday, it starts at 4.15. It's a late class. That is a late class. And it is hotter than hell. Yes. It is the hottest part of the day, especially right now. It's been like, what, 1.13? Mm-hmm. And next week is supposed to be just hell on earth. And the, when I went there last week for like an orientation, I had two masks on and gloves. Ugh. And And then I couldn't get into the building and there was one of those giant bees those oh, giant black flies. oh my god i hate and it flew at me and hit my head and i was screaming and it was so hot and i couldn't get in because i didn't have a badge yet mm-hmm. so i was panicking and and breathing through two masks i had to there wasn't anyone around i had to like eventually take the mask off outside to catch my poor little breath there's a reason why i had two masks on i want to wear these cool masks i got with sharks on them but they're really thin so i had an n95 underneath it's uh-huh. just it's a lot to yeah. try to breathe anyway so by the time i get in I am like full sweat, you know, dripping, um, breathing heavily through two masks. And I'm thinking, how am I going to get up and teach mm-hmm. in front of these people? Well, as long as there are none of those carpenter flies in the classroom, I'm sure you're oh going to be fine. Well, no, I won't be fine. I just won't be screaming. <laughs> you know, the good thing about the mask is you can scream and then it won't fly in your mouth. It can't get in there. This is true. Another thing is I don't have to worry about wearing makeup on the bottom half of my face because I would just get it all over the mask and no one's going to see it. So there's no point. Right. So I I bought some new mascara. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I got to do up these eyes. I got to do my eyes up and I bought like a, you know, a new eye, like eyebrow brush and eyebrow like marker thing to, you know, give you what boy eyebrows. I don't know to make them more shapely. Give we'll you like say. forehead mustache action? Probably. Yeah. I haven't practiced yet. It's probably just going to look like a marker. And yeah. then it reminds me. You're going to look like a Groucho <laughs> marker. And that's <laughs> Big ass eyebrows. It won't be your height giving them anxiety. It'll be those eyebrows. Teacher, your eyebrows is giving me anxiety. Going it's going to be a big smear. I don't know. It some sounds the, pretty um, exciting. Probably if I'm sweating and that's what I'm worrying about. Because some of the reviews for those different like eyebrow markers and stuff to mm-hmm. fill in. Um, I like looking at the reviews and the pictures because someone was like, this is a terrible product. It's smeared all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> and then they took pictures and it's just like eyebrow smear, 
I'm like, by the time I park oh my, my car. Oh my God, that's awesome. I want like a calendar made out of that. Like every month. I'm going to show it to you. Yeah, by the time I park my car and get in the classroom, it'll just, it'll have melted away. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to practice or I'll just go in with like nothing. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Because, you know. And then the the irony of having to teach an interpersonal communications class and I can only see like a third of everyone's mm-hmm. face and they can't see mine. And like one whole, whole chapter is on nonverbal communication. <laughs> like, is there Look for facial in expressions. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, good. Can't even. So for that, I'm looking forward to the Zoom meetings because it'll be the only time where I get to see mm-hmm. everybody. I'm terrible putting names to faces as it is. Oh, like, yeah. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. And some of my classes, like last year, there were like 90 students. There's no way. I might know like one or one or two just from their, either their shitty grade or they don't show up or have excuses. Mm-hmm. That's usually how I get to know a person mm-hmm. or they're on the opposite end. Or they make end. the impression. They make the impression. Like last year at the beginning of the year, a girl came up to me after class, shook my hand. This is before COVID, right? right. So you could shake someone's hand and said, I'm so-and-so and I just wanted you to put the name to the face. And because she did that, I remembered her. Oh, wow. But screw all the other kids. Dude, <laughs> the one that. thing that I like to do is call people by the name I think they should have. That's not going to work. If they school. don't look like their name, if you don't look like your name, and then I decide that you have a different name, I will never remember your actual name ever. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Here's the other problem. I looked at my class list. One of my class classes has two sisters. And because... I don't know. They could likely be twins is what I'm oh, thinking. Because sure. they're the same last name. They're both freshmen. So I'm like, oh, shit. And one's like, they both have name first names that start with A. So I'm thinking, oh, no, these might be twins. What the hell am I going to do? They might look identical. Yeah, just call them thing, thing one and thing two. Like right. Dr. Seuss cat. Because, again, hat. their eyes could be identical. That's all I'm going to see oh, are their yeah. eyes and eyebrows. Ask I'm one gonna... of them to wear a cool 80s side ponytail for the duration of the school year. <laughs> I should wear a cool lady side ponytail. Anyhow, no, you so, really shouldn't. There's a certain point when side yeah. ponytails just stop making sense. I'm going to wear one now. Just because. Anyway. <laughs> luckily, there is a microphone. So when I go in with my mask or masks, uh-huh. um, I can, you know, sit. Yeah. Uh, and talk into the microphone and just play the the my lecture and yeah. on my PowerPoint and do it from there. There are like six televisions all in the room that are about a 60 inch size all around the room wow yeah i mean it's pretty high tech yeah yeah um so i don't have to worry about like get being up on my feet the whole time sweating and trying to talk through two masks Mm -hmm. i need to sit down is what i'm thinking i just i need to sit down (laughs) i'm already exhausted (laughs) and hot and sweaty and i might have a hot flash i just i'll be sitting down you know, some people like to be out in front, some teachers sure. and be like standing up. And most of my other classes, there's always a podium-ish in the front middle of the class and the right. teacher's up there and then like there's screens on either side. This isn't it. Like the desk is in a diagonal corner. I see. You know, and then the screens are all around. So there's no like getting out in the middle. So I'm like, well, fine. I'll just I'll just be behind the desk yeah. and I'll Pay just no talk attention the, to the right. woman behind the curtain. I'll just talk into the microphone. It'll be fine. Right. Yeah, sure. Anyway, <laughs> oh my gosh, That's I'm very just exciting. I'm um, I'm not doing K K twelve mm-hmm. this year. You know, I was subbing last year. Yeah, but I keep getting emails about. Uh, sorry, there won't be any sub jobs. We you know <laughs> can't go in person, so there's no sub jobs, and they right. have all the other jobs covered. So that sucks. You know, 
but I don't have to at the same time though I don't want to go to no. K twelve, um, especially with uh, you know the news as of late, like out of Georgia that we mentioned oh, earlier, sure. the minisode already this early, you know, quarantines and such for kids getting the COVID and not wearing their masks, and there's just no way to. There's no, there's no way. Now, I know uh, here in Arizona just different people that I've talked to. So my son is starting high school this year. Right. uh, Starting up at home learning. Talking about maybe in September, depending on uh, what the recommendations are, they may do part-time school where they're going to divide the student body in half and nobody attends school on Mondays. It's all at home on Mondays. And then half the children will do two days in the week and the other half will do the other two days. Uh, A friend of mine who has a child who is in elementary, I think right now they know for sure no children at the school through fall break. And they're saying pretty realistically it will be 2021 before they're letting the students back into the classrooms. Just because they're younger and more likely to touch everything and not follow Oh, sure. Protocols and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I'm just even wondering, how are you going to keep the bathrooms clean and all that? You can't have an attendant in there cleaning everything every time. Mm -mm. And we know teenagers are, they're dirty and they smell. I'm sorry. Some of them do. And the boys don't wash their hands. I think the little kids are really big on, you know, touching surfaces. Yeah. How are you going to manage that? I don't know. I see. I see this getting worse before it gets better is what I'm saying. And there's, we have the technology, as I said, to do it online. Right. You know, we. But I do I understand know. that in some ways, some of these kids, and I'm not saying all these kids, but I'm saying there's a lot of kids they need out of the house. They need away from their family situations, you know. But it's not for teachers to babysit. No, no, That's no, a thing. no not at all. Just another thing and that I've teachers have to worry about. And now, you know, hey, now when you, you need scrubs. And you need your mask. And now some of them want you to have a gun. Like, what the hell? Like, they have more <laughs> oh, responsibilities right. what kind of weird than a sci-fi police show officer. Come on. For. No, I, I've said this. I, I want my kid out of the house. I want my kid socially socializing with people his own age and face-to-face. But I'm not willing to put a teacher at risk to do this. But I know that there are kids out there who maybe don't eat as often as they should. And school provides that. I know that there are kids out there that don't have the best of parents and school is, you know, like your, your first person notification on that. The teachers see that it's not every kid, but it's enough that it is an issue. But I mean, honestly, as far as I'm concerned, just let them have the one year away from school, do it all remote learning, figure it out. I don't even care if you have to hold the kid back a year because it's not worth it to put the teachers at risk. If adults really are that at risk, don't do not do it. Teachers have got it hard enough already, you know? Right. There's just a lot of pressure now on teachers and students, I think. I think the parents actually have more um, options than they realize. Like right now, the two online classes I got hired for to teach 11th and 12th grade literature, mm-hmm. I only have two students in one class and one in the other because mm-hmm. it's like a brand new program. But the parents that don't want... There's to send their students yet would have this alternative and mm-hmm. be able to give their kids dual enrollment credits. You know, these are like advanced classes. It's not as easy as it used and to be free. to leave your children at home unattended. 
I don't understand that. I was left unattended like my whole childhood. Sure, I was too. I grew it was up on not MTV. A big deal no. for me to be at home alone. Nobody thought twice like about it. Eight, nine years old. You can't even let your kid go to the park by themselves. I mean, pre-COVID, of course, but like you couldn't let your kid walk down to the park. People would freak out if they saw a child unattended. Sure. You know, uh, there's a lot of pressure on parents to be monitoring their children at all times. Um, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I do feel for these parents who they're like, well, I have to work. You know, I'm going to leave my kid at home alone all day. I can't do that. A lot of parent pressure on parents not to do that. Well, your kid is old enough. to. My think. kid is. He's just fine being home alone. Right. But uh, But people with little kids... You know, you really shouldn't do that. You'll probably start shit on fire or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. What do we do with the children? Where are the children? Yeah, just round them up, stick them somewhere. They're well, kids, they'll figure it out. And that brings just me. Lord of the flies them in the uh, auditorium. <laughs> no, send them to the yeah, beach. Yeah, come on, think about it. Send um, them to the beach. No, 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 they'll drown. You just stick them in the gymnasium. You give them the tumble mats. You give them the big weird parachute thing. And you just lock them in. You just throw, I don't know, pizza rolls in there or something. A box of juice. It'll be like Hunger Games. Elementary school edition. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that will. Well, that's, that's no, certainly the. That, I mean. That's the, you know, the, the administration, the presidential administration's view. And that has filtered down into um, the CDC. Mm-hmm. Uh, which now has articles like this one on the importance of re- reopening America's schools. So there is this push. And I'm wondering what is so important and these threats about um, we're going to take away your funding unless you do that. I mean, some of these schools have very little funding as it is. So what exactly mm-hmm. are you threatening and what's, you know? Well, that's an interesting point because schools are state run. So ultimately, it's really up to the state to decide. I mean, I'm, there is federal funding, sure, but at the end of the day, schools uh, schools are state institutions, not federal government institutions. I can't even get the word out. Sorry. In- institution. I oh, know my mouth is a little sticky. I'm sorry. Do you need some more of that tea I made for uh, you? Yeah. Let me jump So, okay. While you're doing that, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll do this. So, this particular article from the, C- the CDC has decent points. Such as, um, aside from a child's home, no other setting has more influence on a child's health and well-being than their school. The in-person school environment does the following. Provides educational instruction, mm-hmm. supports the development of social and emotional skills. Okay, mm-hmm. of course. Yes. Um, creates a safe environment for learning. Okay, that's incorrect right now. It's not a safe environment. And uh, another, addresses nutritional needs. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. Some people get... Uh, students get, you know, meals at school that they can't get at home, mm-hmm. you know, where there's, um, what's the word? I'll think of it later. Mm-hmm. There's a term for just not having enough food. Food. Yeah, it's called being hungry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get what yeah. you're trying and, to say. Uh, facilitates physical activity. Again, mm-hmm. that's not safe either right now. But I see, okay, some of those points, yes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an advocate for kids going to school in a general sense. But the other problem with this article is that the majority of it is downplaying the current statistics on children catching COVID mm-hmm. as if like, Hey, it's only, you know, one in th- I can, here I can read you the statistics, but what one kid getting it is too much. And already we've seen 
and, and those are just early this stuff out of Georgia and that that one particular school mm-hmm. you think that is just the one needle in the haystack no there's going to be a shit ton more needles and kids getting sick right but know? I think this may be where our opinions about this illness differ you're on the side of never catch it I'm on the side of I think you can't avoid it I think it's time to catch it no I disagree. I'm not saying let's all go out and spit in each other's faces, but I'm saying like, I just don't think you can avoid catching it. I think we have to find a way to stagger catching it or moderate catching it. And I don't think cramming a bunch of kids in a hallway together is a good idea at all. No, No. I'd say we do the whole social distance and the remote learning. Right. But there's not a lot of social distance. No, there is in there. Sadly, that we've seen so far. It's just like, no, everyone needs to go back. No, you, you all you all figure it out. Everyone needs to go back. I they like need the to idea be of there. The half and half. Okay, that's what my particular university is doing. Yeah, and and then they're cleaning in between. That's a whole purpose for the half. So there'll be a class, and then there'll be cleaning. Mm-hmm. And where that class would normally have a class during that cleaning, that class is online. Mm-hmm. So that's why I alternate. I'll go one day, and then the other day I'll be online on the Zoom. But that's a lot of work for me personally, too, mm-hmm. as a teacher. And I'm not getting paid for all of this work I'm doing, having to put together all of these online lessons. Anyway, um, so just to give you an idea here, um, the best available evidence indicates that COVID-19 poses relatively low risks to school-aged children. Children appear to be at lower risk for contracting it compared to adults. To put it in this perspective, according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, which is themselves, so mm-hmm. you're citing yourself, okay. As of July 17th, um, the U.S. reported that children and adolescents under 18 accounted for under 7% of the cases and less than 0.1 of the deaths. Relatively, flu-related deaths in children occur every year. Between basically 2004 and 2019, flu-related deaths in children reported range from 37 to 187 deaths. During the H1N1 pandemic, so this is like April 15, 2009 to October 2010, Uh so that's what, um, five months or so? 358 pediatric deaths were reported to the CDC. So far in this pandemic, deaths of children are less than in each of the last five flu seasons with only 64. Additionally, some children with certain underlying medical conditions, however, are at increased risk of severe illness. Sure. So they're they're downplaying it by showing, look, here's all the other flu, Uh regular flu statistics and past cases but this one's different this isn't h1n1 this is a this is a sars here's where it gets tricky this is an important lesson you know from someone who has studied um rhetoric and digital media studies Uh to know when that you are reading something from a government website or something that is supposed to be factual to question Uh what you are reading because this this is this is the gray area. Are we ready? Scientific studies suggest that COVID nineteen transmission among children in schools may be low. Hmm. That is your sentence. Yeah, but what scientific <laughs> studies are we talking okay, about here? So it's missing ethos. That's yeah. your that's your credibility. <laughs> Number one, scientific studies suggest. Who the hell is that? Yeah. Your own? 
somebody mm, else's. Someone, someone telling you. A different you? country. Because I can tell you that a sponsored that type study of sentence is just something I would put in a you know regular essay research paper, and I'm not a scientist, but you would put that you know school of thought. You might as well just say school of thought suggests uh-huh. or public opinion. It doesn't mean shit. It it's not credible. It's not being backed up by it's, anything, right? It's not backed up by any institution or any medical organization. No, and you can't back it up yourself. Like earlier, like the CDC suggests, dude. I'm reading your website, right? So, you know, well, Tracy Payne well, thinks this is bullshit. Right, that you would know, be great, exactly, exactly. So there's that, and then s- suggest that COVID nineteen transmission among children in schools may be low. And already in this first week, we showed that is that is going to be incorrect because children touch everything. Uh-huh. Children touch anything. Now, maybe it's been low right now, but think about it. Parents have been keeping their kids at home for the most part. We have seen spikes like after spring break, you know, uh-huh. right after there's gatherings, people get sick and younger people get sick, like around the, you know, later teenage college age. Uh-huh. But you're right. A lot of young people haven't been sick, but they're the ones that parents have been protecting at home. So right. the data, there's not enough correct data to support that statement. Even if it's true that children are less affected or less likely to transmit to each other, what about transmitting to the adults at school, exactly. the adults in their home life, the adults out in public, just because they're not catching it or catching it to a degree that is fatal doesn't mean that they're not able to pass it on to the adults in their life. Right. You heard that story of the three teachers that were doing like a Zoom yeah, presentation in one, in one class and it was just the three of them and none of them came into contact with each other and one of them died. Mm-hmm. What What was that? Did one of them bring it in or was it COVID already there on some surface that didn't get wiped down? Mm, or, she probably, or she could mm-hmm. have caught it in her so, personal life, just out and about in her personal life. Too. But then did she expose the other two teachers exactly. in the classroom? Exactly. So one of my particular schools, um, we all have to go get tested. I got tested a couple days ago and mm-hmm. it's the anybody's test and even though some people say well if you get the antibodies test it'll show that you had it but not that you have it right now she showed me a graph and showed if one of these um it's two different antibodies tests basically uh-huh. that if one of these tested positive you likely do have it now because like the gestation period is about a week hmm. and then the first test shows you're positive for the antibody beginning on like day eight and then it goes to like day eight to like day 20. Hmm. So if you test positive for that, then you, then that first week is probably over and you're probably in this week right now. It's possible you could test negative and still have been, a f- that you would test positive then for the actual COVID test, uh-huh. not the antibody test. So I think what they're doing is you take the antibody test and if you test positive on that, then they give you the real covid test to confirm that you have it right now but i tested negative on both so i haven't been affected at all and of course her advice was whatever you're doing keep doing it like well that's (laughs) going to be impossible because i have to come here right (laughs) i've been staying home and avoiding people right so yes being in a room with one class has 25 students that will be the most people i've been in a room with that i don't know way over a room full of people Right. In general, I mean, the biggest room I think I've been 
And that's with people I know. Well, other than a grocery store, but even then, not that close. I try to just go down my aisle, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. in one actual smaller room with 25 people, that's all. You know, and here's the thing. Can you socially distance people with that many people in one room? Can you make sure that they're all six feet apart? I know that they were talking about, uh, you know, doing like half size classes. So mm-hmm. instead of your 25 students, you'd have 12 to 14 and space them apart. Right. They're not spacing this 20, the 25 class. The class is really big. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty large and the seats roll. And they're like a new version of the shitty little, you know, seat that has an attached desk to it. Oh. But the but they're fancy. The little desk can go on the right or left side if you're right or left handed. It can oh. it can flip flop and it can turn at a three hundred and sixty degree angle. So you can angle it and move it any way you want. There's a little basket under the the chair. It has a little bit of a give to it because mm-hmm. I was like. You know, some of the students are most of the the college recruits athletes mostly. Mm -hmm. So I know there's going to be some like tall kids or, you know, bigger kids for football Mm -hmm. or basketball. I'm like, how how do they fit in these seats? She's like, they, yeah, they're very comfortable and they fit. And they sound fascinating. Can you put little handles on the back and scoot me around (laughs) in one? And push you around. Yeah. So, yeah, I can just make sure they're all spread out and they can can just move them around themselves. And I'm not going to have any group activities in class all the group activities will be over zoom like i'm not gonna have okay you all get together and you know create a thesis or some you know talk about your feelings well they can just do it all online i have like different personality tests i have a self-esteem test that they can take they don't need to show anyone their answers you know just private Because, yeah, that's all. In case they don't test do I on the (laughs) self-esteem. Well, they don't need to turn it in. But, you know, there's just things to do. There's there's a week on self-concept. Again, this is the interpersonal communication class. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. um, this is a whole other topic. But but suicide is very high in young people. It's higher than than it's ever been, actually. Um, and a lot of that has to do with social media oh, and yeah. pressures and cyberbullying. Having to sell oneself almost constantly. Absolutely, everyone. Yes, it's all about look at me. So you have to put up a good image of yourself. Yeah, that's again another pressure yeah. on young people. So that's high. So yes, there's a whole little talk we're going to do about self-esteem. And there's a quick little test. And yes, if you score like 15 or low, you should probably, you know, talk to your talk doctor, to somebody. Talk to someone about that. Don't talk to me. I'm not call scared. a hotline. I'll give you a phone number to my friend. Yeah. Is skilled in behavioral health, not me. No, I take pills for that. (laughs) (laughs) I take pills for that. So anyhow, so yes, you have someone going to high school. So um, how is this going to work at at your particular, the school he's going to as far as um, days of the week? Is it just like two days on online and what's he learning? It'll be three days online and possibly because nothing is set in stone and I don't expect them to set anything in stone either I'm just fine if they say you know what we're going to scrap all this nonsense your kid's just going to learn from home the whole year that's fine I'll comply whatever it takes I feel no need to pressure anybody into a situation that they don't want to be in Um, but as it stands now they are looking at uh, 50% attendance for two days out of the week so half the students in two days out of the week the other half in the other two days but that's until september right tentative september 4th but right now it's going to be three days online how long online 
and this is through like oh, right now it's all five days online oh it's five yeah, days he starts online. on monday all five days how online. how long um i know that he has to log in at a certain time for specific classes they've given him a schedule he went in last week and they even told people you don't have to come in with your kid just send your kid in one parent can come in what to get his chromebook yeah and- but they were like parents you don't have to come in they didn't want a big group of people there they preferred that your student either came in alone or with one guardian if necessary so i went ahead and sent him there alone right they took him through the whole registration process no problem they got him set up with a chromebook they got him set up with a schedule they did the my luggage sorry they uh they did the testing you know for placements but he has to log in. I think his first class is, oh God, I want to say it's early, like 7 a.m. Is it live? Like, is it yeah, synchronous? Yeah, it's live. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one comes up at probably, if I remember correctly, um, 9 a.m. So it's, I believe that the class is 60 minutes. And then they get it like, so they get, they're an hour on for the class, hour for themselves to do the assignment then they go back on to the next class live for an hour i think he's got three zoom meeting or whatever you want to call it yeah so he'll have like three classes three one classes day, one day two classes the next different classes uh-huh different classes it seems to me that they're at two hour interval intervals so that he is on live with the people and then has an hour to work on different assignments that sounds long and grueling. Yeah. It does I mean, sound like but a I lot. think I wait. What's going to keep him from like playing his video games on the side while <laughs> this is happening is, is what I want to know. Uh, hopefully the fear of me because I told him, you know, this is this is a lot of responsibility for the luxury of staying home. You know, you have to earn this and you earn this by getting good grades. I don't I don't know that he wants to go in. You know? So he could go in, right? He, you had the option? Not no, yet. no. We have the option as far as if we want to do remote learning the whole year, that's okay. just fine with them. So I kind of want to make that the dangling carrot. I know my kid, he's a homebody. He would love to do solely online and not go in at all. They're not doing any of the elective classes. So he doesn't give a rat's rear end about going into school. He wanted to do his electives and have some fun. So I'm like, look, at this point, this is all you. You make your grades, you know, you attend your classes, you turn in your assignments, and we'll talk about whether or not you have to go to school. I mean, all of my college was online, and I preferred it but that way. But will my kid I'm, just play video games? I don't know. Yeah, You're going to have to, like, sneak in and make sure he's doing his stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be working from home for four of those days, so I'll be there, too. Chances are he'll be on one desk in the room, and I'll be at the other desk in the room. The the problem, though, is that some schools don't have that option, mm-hmm. and um, newly enrolled international students whose colleges and universities are operating entirely online mm-hmm. won't be allowed to enter the U.S. They've worked on this, they fought it, and no, um, this is what, two weeks ago they confirmed, the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement confirmed that its guidance granting visa flexibility to non-immigrant students only applies to those who were actively enrolled at American schools on March 9th. Hmm. So it was it, that just sounds like another way, uh, another discrimination against foreigners type of thing mm-hmm. is what that is. So um, that's fuckety. I'm just, just throwing that out there. Yeah. 
that they're use. I think they're using they're propagandizing COVID oh, as an excuse to not let foreign students in. Mm-hmm. And that's fucked up. Just for the record, anyhow, I can't wait till we have our episode about like voting <laughs> and the election. Because oh, I'll be speaking my mind then. I'll tell you. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, it's gonna be a weird school year. Weird. It is gonna be weird. I do. I feel. I feel bad for the kids just because I don't feel like at their age. You know, is it like the Challenger incident? When we were younger, at our age, we just didn't really comprehend what was going on. Exactly. I was clueless. Clueless. So these kids, to a certain extent, they comprehend what is going on. But maybe it just doesn't weigh as heavily on them. I don't know. I don't know. My kid seems to be doing okay with it. You know, he doesn't... He doesn't stay up at no, night. No, he's a it bit of an introvert. Him. No, he's, yeah. he's, an, he's like, what do the I The world's concerns gonna... are not his. They aren't you know? yet. They aren't. Like a typical teenager, pretty self-focused. You know, what are my wants, needs, etc. right at this given moment. Right. But then you wonder, like, here's my fear. How does this lack of structure carry forward in life? Because really, that's, in my opinion, what school really provides it is the structure the structure Mm -hmm. it is and it's the social experiences learning to have to deal with people that you don't like you know learning to get by and get good grades if you don't like teachers or you don't like other students just having to work with people that you're not particularly suited to and figuring it out you don't really learn learn very much until college I think once you get into college that's when real actual book soaking it up learning takes place do you remember anything from high school that's what i yeah that's i think i mentioned that in the minisode i don't remember shit except the two gay turtles having sex you have to you have to figure out how to be a human yeah and social structure and then daily structure you you have to learn to be okay with getting up and not doing what you want to do with your day right that's more what it's about you know college is kind of like that too it's all about organizing your time yeah I remember more from college, though, yeah. some of the things I learned. That's I when you learn, like, true time management skills, things like that. So another bit of the um, stature factor here is there is a really good article on that topic um, from the Boys and Girls Club of America um, with relation to what virtual school means for kids in need. Mm-hmm. So many students live with parents and family members who had to keep working mm-hmm. during the crisis in grocery stores as health aides or um, at fast food establishments, all of which continued operating and required overtime and no uh, and extra staffing. Mm-hmm. Other caregivers quickly found themselves out of work with no resources to pay for basic needs. So in a matter of days, a system that supported these families through meal programs child care and education all closed mm-hmm. so vulnerable families were even more vulnerable right um so one particular teacher he had called students who had not logged on to the e-learning portal um when he went to check on them and they shared stories about how the pandemic had affected their lives you know with no food or no parents at home and everything going on so yeah parents were scrambling to feed their children um, schools adapted quickly to provide lunches, but with no school buses for transportation, working parents had no way to get their kids to school to pick up the meals. Right. So there's all of these other logistics, you know, that are a problem as well. 
um, places kids usually went to access free Wi-Fi, like McDonald's, closed their dining rooms, so mm-hmm. they couldn't do that. While our schools provide laptops, many students were unable to participate virtually because they didn't have internet access at mm-hmm. home. So there are still ki- kids that have that problem. Mm-hmm. So how's that going to work? How are we going to reach those kids for school? Yes, you know, again, I, I, I agree. They should have school, but somehow we need... Are we still talking about people that don't have internet access? Like, that's a problem. We need to work on that. Mm-hmm. Just as a society in general. You know? And then, uh, of course, kids were home alone, often caring for young, younger siblings while their parents worked to make ends meet. So Absolutely. So they couldn't focus on their own work because they were taking care of their siblings. Right. So these are all other issues that filter their way into the crisis and um, all going to factor into making this particular school year very, very interesting. So I know um, we might have to bring up this topic again at least in some minisodes because I'm, I know I'll have more to share as my school year starts right. um, from my perspective of what's going on. Yeah, we'll do like a halfway point first semester. Maybe. Midterm. First quarter. Midterm Midterms. There we go. Exactly. There are different places out there like I mentioned. Like one of my, the places I work is offering free um, online education dual enrollment, mm-hmm. advanced classes that the county will pay for. But again, with those, you need your, you need internet access. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, are we going to see it get to a point where internet access just becomes kind of a given? Well, sure. I mean, Do you know what I mean? We're, yeah. we're uh, in, look at it this way. People bought TVs and TV shows were just broadcast. Your initial cost was just the cost of the television. Or how would they subsidize that, I wonder, just to give these, to just to give people access to the internet instead of making it uh, the way it is now where you have to pay for the service. I think they're working on that. Yeah. Maybe the Bill Gates Foundation or something is working on, working on something like that. We'd have to check that out. Um, real, real quick back on the, the boys and girls club. So mm-hmm. they have a program. Yes. Um, there are, you just have to, you have to do your resources to find out what else is going on out there, but there are places. Yeah. So like boys and girls, um, club has a program where they will um, deliver food to students or provide evening pickup times to receive bags of groceries. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's places like that all around. So if you're someone who knows someone who needs that, um, they can help you. There's yep. play, there there are resources. You just have to look. You do. And but the, the good thing is they are out there. They are out there. Just do not rely on everything of, from, from the daily press conferences. <laughs> and now that the CDC has been propagandized, yep. you have to, you know, look very closely at your sources. Don't give in to confirmation bias either. If you don't know what that is, Google it. And also Google the Dunning-Kruger effect. That's basically that people are so unintelligent that they don't realize their own unintelligence oh it's they, when they get dangerous the little bit of knowledge makes you dangerous they think that, that the, the, their confidence in their own lack of knowledge is is yeah, frightening it's the, what is it the mountain of stupidity and then it drops <laughs> down and then they come back up but they never feel no. as smart as they did when they knew literally almost nothing about the subject even being experts they don't feel like they know as much as as the people who think they know enough. Well, no, they're they're never experts. That's the problem. Yeah. They're never e- experts. It, 
In the field of psychology, the Dunning-Kruger effect is a cognitive bias in which people with low ability at a task overestimate their ability. Yeah, exactly. So you're just, you're so stupid, you can't realize how stupid you are. That's basically it. I saw it as a, a fun graph. It is a fun graph. Yeah. There is a is curve. It the... there... Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes, that's it. I think somebody had referenced the, the high point as Mount Stupid. Right. <laughs> And that filters into a bunch of things because the fact is you can, you you refuse to see anything from any other perspective other than your own. So when you're that close-minded, you can't learn anything. Mm-hmm. You're not open to any information, you know. And and the fact is, we we're not right 100% of the time. Mm-mm. You know, we're once you realize that you're not going to be right all the time, then you're probably going to be wrong sometimes. Then wouldn't you want to know what the right answer is? But that's a lot for someone. To, yeah, for an no, idiot but to I think, think a, but I think a lot of people don't want to know what the right answer is, especially if it conflicts with what they think the right answer is. And that's what confirmation bias mm-hmm. is. So when we listen to media or reports that agree, they agree with our own beliefs. Sure, and if they don't, we dismiss them entirely. As, exactly. That's foolish. That's, they don't know what they're talking about. Exactly. They're Democrats. <sighs> anyway. When all the when all the ladies were like, I don't want to inject poisons in our babies, but right. the doctor, that doctor doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh yes, all those years of medical school were just this, just right. nothing, just sitting there. Did you see um, Brad Pitt play Doctor Fauci? That was a that was mm-hmm. a couple months ago on Saturday Night Live. Yep, that was funny. That was it was funny. Anyway, anyhow. My heart really goes out to the people, though, who are between a rock and a hard place as far as if they have multiple children and they're being faced with sacrificing their ability to work and provide for these kids. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's got to be heartbreaking leaving for the day and leaving little kids alone to fend for themselves. I just, I don't even know how they do it. I think it's, it's different for us. We were only kids. I have an only child. I don't fear leaving him alone, but I do know that, you know, if I had four kids, I I would sweat leaving them alone. That's for darn sure. At the same time though, it's not. Oh my God. Could you imagine if I had four children, a little freaking army of hellions? I couldn't come over to be in your swimming pool. (laughs) Sure you could. It'd be like piranha town. (laughs) <laughs> be full of urine i would hope that i had children like the belchers that my kids were like that like gene and louise and tina that's what i would want you don't watch that cartoon no it's okay no they're funny students themselves are faced with isolation anxiety about a deadly virus and uncertainty about the future but not in your house. No. no that's That feels a bit um, fear-mongering. You know, I think it just depends on the type of person that you are, I think. I know this is going to sound dumb, but I don't have the news going 24 hours a day. I look up news articles and I read them to myself. Right. You know, I don't have that that blasting, continuous stream of I click on news at stories. the end of the day just to see, like, what happened today. And I'll, I'll typically put it on like Al Jazeera or mm-hmm. um, something with just more credibility than the typical talking hens one would think of. Mm-hmm. I avoid both sides, mm-hmm. far right and far left. No, I'll go with a unbiased third party mm-hmm. <laughs> as much as I can. I'm trying to think. I I don't want to say like we're like ostriches with our head in the sand. I don't I don't think we are. I just don't have. We just don't have something running and 
giving us that constant flow of information and misinformation and all of that. I, I you know, I, I don't want to scare my kid. I don't want to freak him out because a lot of this is beyond his control. Sure. You know, when when you have a teenager, there's already there's already like hormones and all of this stuff going. There's a lot in their life that is beyond their control. Why add to it? So I just do stuff like, hey, man, you got to wear a mask, OK? <laughs> That's don't don't stick your fingers up your nose or in your eyes. Wash your hands. That's how I kind of angle it. So one other aspect real quick is um, also this past week, the um, extra unemployment benefits ended yes. for um, for everyone. Yeah. And Congress can't get their shit together before their break no. to figure out what's going to happen. Um, I personally have been out of work. And during all of this time, me getting ready for the school year where I do have contracts, I haven't been paid mm-hmm. to do all of this work to get stuff ready. That's all on my own. So another concern is... Um, as teachers try to figure out how to reopen school in the fall, they are also trying to figure out what to do if the schools close again because mm-hmm. all of the new school contracts, and I had to sign them too. Orig- originally, I signed a contract, and then, oh, sorry, now we have to put in the new um, clause. Oh, what's that French term? Voulez-vous coucher avec um, moi? I have to I don't know. know what it is. I'm sorry. I I'm old. You can't what ask me what a word is. No, I have to. It's going to bother me now. Oh. Force, force majeure. majeure. Yes. Force majeure. The moment you is. said it, it was like, oh, yeah. Yes. D- d- yeah. <laughs> force majeure. <laughs> exactly. So the co- the contract had to be re- rewritten with the force majeure, force majeure rules in it, which basically say, you know, if some shit goes down, yeah. we can end we your contract. We can end your contract. We, we no can end your contract. Yeah. So what this means also. And there's not a damn thing you can there's do. There's nothing. So as I said already, one of my jobs will be delayed for for a, a few weeks, almost a month. So that's right. a couple of paychecks. And then it's going to be shortened. And then on top of that, you know, depending on what happens with the virus, we can just be like, well, we don't need. Sorry. To. Sorry. We're Sorry. done. Thanks and for that, all your hard work. Thanks for everything. You, Let me ask you, know. you something uh, just out of curiosity. So let's say let's play devil's advocate here. Uh, all of the work that you've put toward this class Let's say something like that happens and they invoke this clause. Do you retain rights to everything that you have set up and provided? Or do they get to keep that? I think they get to keep that. Oh, but I have, shit. I have copies of all, of, well, all yeah. of it. So I can use it. It's mine. Yeah, but they you know? could use oh, it yeah. too. They can, have the, they can keep the course shell, absolutely. Yeah. And oh, use that's it. fucked up. Well, but, you know, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. What if they hired somebody for less and said, you know what? We've got something we need you to teach. They pay They pay so little <laughs> as it is. That's what I know, but it it's this country. They're always right, looking for country. somebody who will. Do it for less. Yes. Someone always will. That's the problem. Someone always will. So anyhow, another thing that teachers have to worry about on top of the masks and the gloves and keeping everything clean and making sure all the kids have their masks the on. It's the tenuous and plus, grasp and plus of employment the, the at this learning. point. Right, now we have to worry about it any time. Okay, now you don't have a job and have mm-hmm. to go back on unemployment that's here in the state of Arizona is 250 a week? It's 240 a week? Yes. Wow. That's not a lot. No, it's not. <laughs> you can't you can't do shit with that. If you're mm-hmm. a single person living alone paying your rent, you, no. It, yeah. No, it's a lot. So, a lot of pressure um on students as we've discussed, on parents for sure. 
and also on teachers. Yeah. So, good luck, everybody. <laughs> it's, I have, You're going to need it. <laughs> I, I have no advice. You know, as, as a new teacher having my own classes, I was I was already a little, you know, I have my own anxiety already. Sure. And now just throw all of this other anxiety on top of it. We well, have to treat this bizarre. as a learning situation. You know, sure. you get through this, you learn. And then when the zombies come out, you're going to be like, I got this. The zombie apocalypse. No. It'll we be... would never be so fortunate as to have one of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hope, you know, this new normal is not, is only temporary. We'll see. I, You know what? I don't know. I don't know. I it, To the point of like, do we even need to give it the phrase of new normal? Because here's the thing. Once we do have a vaccine, then we run into all the, the anti-vaxxer issue. Oh, sure. You know, there's going to be a shitload of people that don't want to do it. And then it'll be like, well, you your kid can't come to school unless they get one. And then they'll be like, well, fine. Well, that's I'll just, fine. I'll keep them home. I'll keep them home and stupid. And then the Dunning-Kruger effect and the confirmation bias. And then we just mm-hmm. perpetuate more idiots. So that's what I'm trying to stop. That's why I quit my job. To go help the young people learn. <laughs> I don't know. I'll be honest. We've had it pretty easy through this. Even with Neeraj getting COVID-19. It only got scary for a day or two. With him you know, getting sick? Yeah. He didn't get really super sick. Uh, there was only, I just kept telling him, you know, go in and go to sleep. Go get some sleep. Your body needs it. And Quit trying busted. to fight it. Just go lay down. And he did okay. And me and John, you know, I sat John down and was like, look, dad's contagious. Don't, you know, wash your hands a lot. Try not to touch. Don't drink off of anybody else's drink. Don't touch anybody. I don't know. I didn't want to overwhelm John with it. Because it does kind of, it, especially when it was new, it just kind of came at you from all angles. And I was like, that's it. My husband was, he was reading a lot about it and wanted to talk about it. And I was like, no more, enough. You're not going to give me anything. You're not going to give me any type of perspective that's going to improve on this situation. You're just going to stress me out with wanting to talk about it constantly. I get enough of it at work. Right. Yeah. Because my husband... You know, he would get all the crazy videos from his friends and he'd be like, look at this. They're burning bodies in the street. And I said, stop, stop. You're not improving this situation. You're just adding to the noise. You know, you want to share these videos with your friends. That's just dumb. That's that's promoting poor, poor source information. He would just send me weird. He would show me these weird videos. The World Health Organization has a 13 page online document for um, key messages and actions for COVID-19 prevention and control in schools. Mm -hmm. And so part three is on school administrators, teachers, and staff. So basic principles. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about these real quick. Following basic principles can help keep student teachers and staff safe at school and help stop the spread of disease. Recommendations for healthy schools are six students, teachers, and other staff should not come to school. Okay, that's a given. Oh, yeah. Here's Here's a good one. Schools should enforce regular hand washing with safe water and soap, okay. alcohol rub slash hand sanitizer or chlorine solution, and at a minimum, daily inf- disinfection and cleaning of school surfaces. Okay, let's get to the hand washing with safe water and soap part of that. <laughs> How the hell 
are you going to regulate that? Like I said, do we need like a bathroom attendant like in the clubs? Well, a lot of the, you know what? A lot of the schools for the younger kids have, uh, say like the outdoor sinks by the lunchrooms. The the teachers do line the kids up, take them to the bathroom. You know, you do as much as can. But I mean, like my 14 year old Mm -hmm. doesn't even shower every day. I don't know how you're going to get him to. He does wash his hands pretty regularly, I guess. You know, for long enough and with soap. I don't know. Schools should promote social distancing. Yeah. How how do you, how are you going to do that? My high school had like 1,200 students. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you can't social distance The elementary distance school that, that I worked at had like 1,600 students. So, you know. I don't even know how to social distance those kids. Right. Again, we don't have to worry about it for, you know, a couple, a month or so, really. But I foresee, this is just me looking in my um, my crystal ball, the schools that have reopened. I see some numbers rising because, mm-hmm. again, these children have been at home. So any numbers right now are a bit askew because the, the children have been social distancing for the most part. And sure. I mean, yeah, young, you know, like K-12 children get into like the older kids, older teenagers, maybe, um, maybe 12. But like we'll say K-10, K-10. No, I'd say, you know, I'd say with home. the older kids, too, because they do so much online with each other. They don't have to meet face to face anymore. Right. But some of them have, like I said, spring break and stuff. Sure. The numbers have been rising. So I foresee numbers of infections going up for younger people. Oh, yeah. And because of that, I foresee the, the school's plans to open in a few months to go back to face to face full time or, or longer. I see that being delayed till at least next year. Mm hmm. That is that is my prediction now, and we can revisit that at a later time. But I, in, in the I meantime, would, yeah, I would agree with that. So right now, the recommendation here in the state of Arizona is September fourth for reopening. Right, and so so right now, the recommendation is that schools do not reopen until September fourth. Uh, some of the schools are saying, you know what, we're going to wait until after fall break. Right, I saw that too. I think that this the recommendation is September 4th so that the, if there is a sharp increase, then fall break, they sanitize and they come up with a new plan. I think they are looking at fall break as a time to like, okay, give us a week off. Let's get our heads together. Fall break usually occurs, I want to say, uh, first, second week of, of October, October. Second mm-hmm. week of October. That's, one, that's what mine is. So if they're saying, yeah, push it out till December 4th, that'll give them a month. To get all these kids back and then start to see, well, how sick do they right. get? How, how are the numbers? How sharp of an increase is there? Mm-hmm. But I, but again, my crystal ball says there is going to be an increase, mm-hmm. sadly. Oh, I, yeah. There will I be an increase. I think there's no way you can't. Because I know when I worked in the elementary schools, uh, we always started a week before the kids showed up. And then the kids showed up next week and I would inevitably have a cold by the end of that week. Not a real bad one, but enough of one. So did all the kids because they would be wherever they went for summer vacation and get back together. And in that first week, sneezing, coughing. Yep, I'd be sick. Second week of my job every single year that I worked there. And that's just your common cold. That's just coming back and touching stuff and exposing each other. Sure. And then the week after any break, whether it was fall break, Christmas break, spring break, the next week, by the end of that next week, I'd have another very mild cold, but still something, some new thing that we had been exposed to and the kids had exposed each other to. I heard um, something on 
NPR, but it was NPR local. It was our own, like KJS, mm-hmm. about some schools that are waiting until next semester mm-hmm. because flu season will be coming as well. Yes. And there's already going to be effects from the flu season, and they don't want to. They don't want to have to combat two at once. Yeah, the COVID yeah. on top. You know, one one might perpetuate the other. I've already so. been getting the uh, the emails at my work. Here's where you can go to get your flu shot. Go here, get your flu shot. I'm like, wow, you know, it's August. Mm-hmm. I get it's a flu early. shot every year, but usually more toward end of September, start of October. You know, somewhere in that. Right. Last year was the first year in a long time that I got my flu shot and um, I didn't get sick this year. Well, I had that weird like stomach bug. I didn't get a flu shot for many, many years until I started, you know, being around older people. Right. And once I started to be around some older people on a regular basis, yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, give me a flu shot. Let's do this. I don't want to expose them to it. So anyway... Lots coming up mm-hmm. with these school days. Mm, why don't, yeah. School days. But it's going to be very interesting to see not only what happens, but how they spin it. Yeah, exactly. How they spin it. My piano is a spinet. Is that's it? A different, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Is that been. what they call the upright ones? Not all the uprights. No, not there's different like versions of the upright. A spinet is like beginner piano. Is it the, yeah, I was going to say is it or is it the range or something or No, they all have 88 keys. Huh. It's just uh, the way they're made and anyway. I see. Isn't uh is there a mu- is there a song, a Christmas song that refers instead of a piano to a spinet? Maybe. That's where I know it from. Maybe. But I can't remember which Christmas song that is. Uh, so much so that I finally was like that's it, I'm googling it and figured out that a spinet was indeed a piano. <laughs> so, students Parents, teachers, good luck. Yep, you're top, gonna need it. You're gonna. We're you're all gonna, gonna need it. it. We're all gonna need it. So we'll talk. I'm sure this topic is gonna come up more once this school year gets, gets underway. A, gets in a full swing. Right yeah. now, we're just in the beginning. So I think it'll be interesting to see if there becomes if everything goes well. Is there going to be a lax period? Well, that's what we gets, have to yeah. be careful of. The lax period. That's when things happen. Hey, everyone's okay. Let's get together for Easter. Yeah. Hey, everyone's okay. Let's get together for Mother's Day. Hey, everyone's okay. Let's get together for Fourth of July. So what you're saying is we need to X the lax. <laughs> Sorry. X your own lax. Bad poops to bad that poop was joke. A ba- okay, well join us for more poop jokes and other information and fun times. Good times. <laughs> um in our next episodes. So for now, you know. Pack your, get your school books ready. Yep, shine up your and, apple. Right, your pens and your pencils and put on your mask. Mm-hmm. And good luck going back to school. I'll see you on the other side. Bye. You know, teachers are not going to be able to see the kids mouthing bad words at them. That's my biggest prediction. You know, they'll be like, Billy? And Billy will be mouthing some real foul stuff at the teacher. Bye.